All right, welcome back. Kale Taylor alongside Nick Marsh, who is ultra thirsty. <coughs> Sorry about that. Here at the Fall Bass Bash here at Schultz's Outfitter in Slaney, Michigan. Uh, having a good time talking to some college anglers, high school anglers, professional anglers. Yeah, we know a pro we, now. We, yeah. He's all right. Fun. He's all right. Anyways, right now we're joined with uh, Adrian College Bass member Kill Dockenhaus. Who is a uh, junior? Yes, sir. He's a junior. He is. He's a junior baby doc, in <laughs> other words. So we call baby him. Baby doc. He, uh, he worked with us a little bit in high school. Uh, took him to some events. Uh, he put some of the stuff we taught him into practice. Wound, him, wound up fishing at Adrian College and uh, has had a good little college career for himself. So wanted to bring him in and get his opinion on all the, the hot topics in college fishing right now. And uh, Yeah, what's, what's your two cents on this whole... We've we've kind of called it a dilemma. It's a dilemma. Yeah. What's what's your two cents on the dilemma so far? I guess what, you know, we kind of everyone's kind of around the same verdict so far. So I'm sure you won't be too far off. But what's your thoughts? Yeah, I mean that's definitely the biggest thing going on right now is that, you know, I don't think any of us are blaming you know any one organization by any means. Right. You know. It just so happens that Bass always re- releases their college schedule after the MLF one's out. So it makes it look bad on them. For sure. But, I mean, I get it. Like, it's all, they have to deal with all these different townships, you know, cities and organizations and stuff. Um, but at the same time, like, three years in a row, what, you know, something's going on. And what I think a lot of guys think is going on is that, you know, the drama at the elite series and the professional level is, like, starting to trickle all the way through. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. That's, that's really not what we want to happen at all, just because, you know, like Hayden might probably was saying earlier, you know, as a college guy, we just want to get every opportunity we can get. So when we have to choose between the Bassmaster College Team of the Year or the mm-hmm. Bassmaster or the FLW, MLF, College National Championship, that's a really tough choice to make for a lot of guys. Absolutely. And no. it's, a, it's a choice that, you know, all the guys that qualified for the National Championship shouldn't really have to make, I don't think. Yeah, and, and to be fair, I think – you know, guys have said that, oh, you can make both. They're not the exact same days. But let's be honest, they're 15 hours apart, and you have, a uh, like, a half a day to get there, and then you have no you oh, know, yeah. no time to prepare. And it's a grind. You know how much of a thing. grind it is being on the road during the semester. <laughs> Next semester already looked crazy before the Bassmaster schedule even yep. came out. I, that's exactly the like, same thing I said to uh, the head, head coach, Seth Borden. That's what I said. I said, man, I put these dates in my schedule. It's already tough. It's going to be tough. And it – and, it, you know, when you have 60 guys on a team, it's going to make it a little bit easier, but we only got 20 guys. Yeah. So everyone, you yeah. know, that's a whole team effort deal, school and fishing. I mean, it all yeah. goes hand in hand. Well, like you said, apart from that, even if you have 60 guys, you know, all those guys probably want to fish as much right. as possible. Exactly. Because it's the opportunity to build up your skills and your, your platform and your yeah. chances of winning go up if you fish more. Yeah, exactly. No, it's it's – I mean, it's – it's a conundrum right now, and I think a lot of guys, it's just, you know, like we've been saying, it's coming to a head now. Guys are frustrated, and, um, you know, it, it's – I wish we had a few other guys from other teams. We're here, and obviously sure. from a lot of Adrian guys right now, but, um, you know, I, it seems like, you know, Hayden was saying, I mean, he's got 70, 80, 90 shares exactly. so far in nine hours on exactly. his post. So clearly there's more guys. Right. I know, um, you know, some of the schools that are kind of sharing it and, and sound like they're somewhat backing it. I'm not saying this for sure because I haven't talked to these guys, but, you know, Bethel shared it, Auburn shared it, Montefeltro. Uh, Montefeltro? That's not Montefeltro. <laughs> that's, a, that's a gun. Montefeltro. Yeah. UNA, a couple of UNA guys. UNA guys. UNA. Yeah, uh, Liberty guys. Does yeah. UNA have um, a team again? 
Yeah, they got like a bunch uh, didn't of they like boats. fold? Uh, they they definitely weren't what they once were. All right, well, so they're back. Guys, but, I'm out of college. They're back. I'm <laughs> old now. All right, <laughs> I don't even. They're Mata, back. I said Mata Feltro. That's a gun. All right, that's a. <laughs> we ain't shooting Benelli's out here. All right. Yeah. So it, it has. You know, and Shane mentioned this too. He goes, "Dude, have you seen Hayden's phone?" And Griffin said, "Have you seen Hayden's phone?" Like. It's blowing up blowing with support. Up. There's a lot of people out there who aren't maybe publicly also yeah. supporting, but behind the scenes they're going, "Thank you." Yeah, I want to exactly. say this. I mean, he's the one taking the heat for it, but we've all said. been thanking it for three years. You know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's been said before. I mean, I've said it. Coach Borton has said it. Other coaches have said it. And I think that's why it's coming to such a head is because it's not the first year it's no. happened. It's the third year. Once and, okay, twice yeah. okay, third Three year. Time, you're like, all right, what's going on? Yeah. yeah, and especially, you know, we just talked to Griff, and he, he said, you know, adamantly, we've we've always said uh, during the season, Hank, dude, just please don't schedule these on top of each other. Please don't do it. Please. And, exactly. you know, that, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll see more when it gets to be in time. And then, boom, it yeah. comes out, and it's like, dude. Yeah, come like, on. And, like, I get, you know, I think some of the bass guys are saying that they had their dates set before, but, like, I feel like they just need to be professional about it, you know, reach out to them or, you know, whoever's a bigger organization, reach out to the other one. Yeah. Say, hey, we're catching a lot of heat for this. Guys are not happy. Right. But at the same time, they're not going to change anything if boats keep showing up. Right. Because yeah, it's you're still going to have 200-plus guys at the MLF Natty, and you're still going to have a capped field at Norman. Right. It's true. We We mentioned that with – Griffin last episode and some people have commented saying that kind of thing and I've kind of made it you know a point to say that you know the leverage is in the organization's favor yeah, right by a, a wide margin but it's it's pretty frustrating to see them kind of abuse that power and just say and, and we don't want yeah. it to get to that no point. and we don't exactly. they don't, the college anglers don't want to have to say dude we're not going to come yeah, to make a point exactly like and as an organization I don't think you want to get there no, no. because even if you do fix stuff now there's a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths dude 100 bad you know taste it, it's an easy it's just it's easy for someone to be a hero right now and to like squash this thing say hey you know we understand some frustration blah 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 organization as a whole we've decided that we're going to move this event to this date i mean all of a sudden the guys were like thank you so much somebody like, listened I, oh my exactly. gosh i appreciate that you guys listened and like, exactly. you, like you, awesome. you made a point to say you know who's going to be the bigger organization yeah. who's going to be that and you know we'd like to think as a bass fishing as a general that like in general that well, a lot of blue collar guys hard-working guys raised right take the high road and and look out for everybody in the sport because right. it's not that big of a no. sport. It's no. not as a family for sure. It's not a yeah. You, sport. you see all the same guys, you know, working the events and fishing the events. I mean, it's like I said. I said this earlier. It's it's a huge industry, but it is also so small. When you get into you know the little bit of the upper tiers of you know tournament angling and who runs the organizations, who you know is ahead of certain companies. I mean, it's small. It's tight knit. Everyone knows everyone, and so, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. Yeah, so, I mean, I think you're making great points, uh, Caleb. Um, a question I've been kind of asking a lot of the guys who've been in college fishing for a couple of years now is, what have you seen progress favorably in the sport as a whole for college anglers, and what have you seen, obviously, progress in a negative manner? I think some of the negative things um, right off the bat is, you know, the college level – 
for MLF to national championship, there's no more Forestwood Cup. I think that was a big heartbreaker for a lot of college guys. Is um, that gone? I thought they were doing. For they the, do the Toyota Series Championship. So oh, okay. okay. So when did that change? Two years ago then. Yeah. Would've when MLF would have bought yeah. FLW. So that was it. Okay. So that's I didn't. I guess I so again. That, I'm out of the scene. I, yeah, I didn't was, realize that. That's probably one of the disappointing things that's happened over for the sure. past for sure. couple of years. I'd be disappointed. But I think uh, Bassmaster kind of making a bigger deal about Team of the Year, and now that's a bracket qualification. I think that's you know a step in the right direction. It's no longer who's top four on this body of water for three days it's you got the top three guys from natties and then you got the top team all year who showed out at every event yeah absolutely they deserve to be in that bracket but in order to win that you have to be at every event exactly correct (laughs) that's the that's the dilemma yeah (laughs) the dilemma and i mean we just had we just you know talked with with griffman ago aside from this and he was saying you know yeah, I mean, the first year, Gunner and I, you know, fished all four events, and we were right there in the running for, for Team of the Year, wasn't it? Isn't that what he said? Uh, yeah, they they what probably could have won it had they been at that other event. And I know this year, Hayden and Griffin, Hayden and Griffin. as yeah. well, could running. have probably had a chance to win but it. Guess but guess what? Missed. They have not been able to fish they haven't all, been able to fish all four events. Because, because they qualified for the National yeah, Championship exactly. MLFLW. Yeah, right. correct. That was, like, a big thing this year. I mean, yeah. Griffin Hayden had an amazing year. Yeah. And... Unfortunately, there's an asterisk because they didn't make one event. Right. But yep. it's one that they had to choose. Right. Yeah. So it's, that sucks. Right. I mean, that sucks. So, so yeah, that's, uh, I mean, yeah, I agree. That seems to be the predicament here. And uh, like you said, the, there's lots of good things that are coming. The more more exposure. ton of, I mean, the live yeah. stuff, like we the said, stuff, the live stuff the live is stuff awesome. Was big for the bracket. That was awesome. That's yeah. so cool. Like, for dude, the watching my roommates on Fox Sports 1 on a Saturday, <laughs> you're like, what? This is so cool. That was yeah. big. Yeah, yep, that's for sure. Huge. So that's a, I, again, that's a great step in the right direction. I mean, huge exposure for college guys to build the brand, get the school recognition. I mean, that's that's awesome. Like that, I think there needs nowadays, to be more of that. Like a lot of the organizations, social media, they're posting a lot more college results. You know, they're making a bigger for deal sure. about the college results. Well, yeah, no, you you got Bassmaster who has college bass, their own exactly. independent page, Separate. and that's where they post the college bass stuff. I, yeah. I love that. I think every organization needs to have that, their own college coverage, exactly. um, just like they do with the pro events, because, you know, why not? The sport's growing. I mean, I would, I mean, you have almost more guys in your college stuff field-wise than you do some of your pro stuff, well, oh, and so why wouldn't you give them the coverage? And let's exactly. take a look at, like, you know, who's doing really well in the Opens? Who, who's, like, really, I mean, there's some young anglers on the scene that are, Doing extremely well, oh, yeah. you know, in both you know the Bassmaster and the MLF FLW circuits. I mean, yeah. there's some guys that are winning tournaments. You know, rookies of the year are then obviously you know they're making a name for themselves pretty quick. There's a lot of talent coming out of there, so um, it only makes sense to to showcase some of these guys even earlier on in their career. I mean, uh, so I think we're gonna see that next couple of years too. You know, you're gonna see a lot more. Guys are like, oh, he went to this college. He fished here in college. Yeah. Oh, you know, it's already happening. Stage. It's yeah. crazy. Like, exactly. It's, That's what I'm saying. He, I think it's only going like, to increase, too. He was a college angler at this school, and you're seeing that it, become you prevalent. You used to barely hear that. You used to be like, you know, every once in a while, you'd be like, oh, didn't you fish for so-and-so back in college? Yeah, I sure did. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that, now look where you're at. And now it's like almost expected. It's like, yeah, this guy right here, he's a rookie this year. He fished yeah. for so-and-so college, and yeah. now you're here and you're it, doing the right thing. I think it's been funny, too. You, you, I've seen some older guys who maybe, like, fished in college when it wasn't a big deal at all. Yeah. And now that it is kind of a big deal, they're like, I fished for this school. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, 
wait a minute, you fished in college? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back yeah. when it was, and it's like they've realized that how big of a deal it is to come oh, from yeah. that circuit and, and make it. You know, these guys that uh, probably didn't fish as many college events, but they're like, yeah, I, still, you know, I went look, there, I fished there. Here, here's something I kind of I remembered that it would be a step back, I guess, from my perspective or from what I remember. When I was fishing, um, I think it was my, my high school regional championship. I, I went to, uh, gosh, where the heck was it? It's when I first met Brody. Um, oh, it's a lake in Illinois. It's a total mud pit. I Carlisle. Can't Car- Carlisle? Clinton. Clinton. No, not Clinton, Carlisle. Okay. Lake Carlisle. That's what it was. <laughs> Gar but hole. The col- <laughs> Gar hole. That's what, that's what they should have called it, Lake Gar hole. So anyways... We fished that event um, for the high school stuff, and the college event was coincided. So they had the like a two or three day college event leading up to our event, and then like you know the day after we went out and fished. And I remember it was I think it was an FLW event. Um, they provided boats. I'm almost positive for the final day, guys. They provided boats, camera guys. Like it was a big deal. They had it like broadcasted on the Outdoor Channel, I think, or like mm-hmm. whatever it was. Uh, NBC Sports, I think, is maybe what they used back then. So that was like a big deal. Like guys got a sweet rigged out, you know, 21 foot Ranger that they ran for the last day. Okay. What happened to that? Where did that like just vanished gone? Like they don't do that. They didn't do that for the bracket either. And I think a lot of that, the last two years has had to do with the shortage on everything. They just can't even get demo boats in to provide, you know? Yep. Definitely been a restraints and constrictions on the supply chain as far as that stuff goes. But, um, It'll be interesting to see, you know, if anything changes, if there's some major changes that start coming. or I think that's where everybody's at is yeah. where is this going to go? Right. right. Who's going to get behind and it? I feel like a lot of it probably won't even be in my time. You know, it's going to be the guys True. that are coming in now are going to be seeing it. So. Yeah. And that, I think Hayden mentioned that. He's like, there's high school anglers who are getting behind this because they know. Yeah. They're exactly. the ones going to be. 100%. Coming up year but, uh, two. You know, kudos to you guys. Kudos to, to Hayden for uh, kind of sticking his neck out. And, and being the guy to say we need to start a conversation um, from the angler side of things, you know, he, he really stepped up to do that. And uh, we want to back, back, back up the anglers here and give them a voice and, yeah. and give them a place to share their opinions. Um, Absolutely. You know, myself being a previous college angler, Nick being a previous college angler, we know some of those pains that you guys go through being oh, yeah. students and anglers and then being assistant coach now for the team. Um, you know, I definitely see it from a different perspective than I did when I was fishing and just kind of how crazy schedules I've gotten yeah. and uh, yeah, how little sure. it seems like things have been catered to the anglers. Well, and, and, you know, I go back to, like, I think it was my sophomore year when I was doing – I either had 17 or 18 credits. I was still playing soccer, and and I was fishing. And then it was like – I remember that season the fishing schedule came out, and I was like oh. – I'm like, well, I can't, I'm not playing soccer this year, I guess. Like I'm so played soccer my entire life, you know, from diapers all the way into college. All right, well, I'm quitting soccer and I'm going to do the fishing. So now I'm, you know, I, I was not able to balance two sports and, you know, my schoolwork. So then I completely had to stop the one sport. Now I'm doing fishing in my schoolwork and I'm still struggling. Like Mm -hmm. it's still a lot, but that was before some of these conflicts were coming out. So now this year, I think we got like three tournaments scheduled all (laughs) at the end of May. Or April. So it's I, like, you know you got colleges having finals at that time. A hundred percent. So, I, I mean, I, you know, I feel for you guys. It's 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 a lot. It's super tough, um, you know. But, it, unfortunately, it's, it's the world we live in right now. So, you guys are going to have uh, to make hay while the sun shines, I guess, and just 
Grind it out. Go yeah. fishing, man. Three yeah. weeks straight. Yeah, grinding it out. I mean, you guys can do it. It's not oh, ideal, yeah. but uh, also I think just uh, keep doing what you're doing here with this little movement, and uh, we'll see what comes of it. Now, let's talk just real quick because I know you're pretty excited about the first event for that Bassmaster series, and it's on the Harris Chain in Florida. You've been there before. Why are you so jacked up about this one? And I'm, what do you think is going to play out? Because he likes to catch big bass. I'm jacked up because I've been there, and I just feel like, you know, it's gotten the best of me every time. And I feel like right when we're, like, starting, you know, to figure it out, it's already too late. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to get down there. I already was planning to be down there for Christmas break yep. with the family. So be able to go maybe scout around, do a little bit looking. I was, like, going somewhere I kind of have a, fam- you know, I'm familiar with where things are. And just having places to go where you know you can at least get a couple bites going into a yeah. tournament's like a big deal. Oh, the second time to a lake is a whole different experience. Yeah. I mean, you go to Kentucky Lake the first time, and you're just like, yeah. I don't know where anything's at. I'll I don't, drive an hour and a half one way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I can run and where I can't. I don't know if yeah. that has rock or this has grass. Second time you go back, you're like, well, this was in that area and this was in this area, so I can break it down half the time. Right. Right? It's, when you... Yeah, when you have two days of practice, you're at Florida the middle of January. You know, I got a pretty solid feeling there's going to be a lot of fish on beds. But if you have the time to go down and, you know, find what the pre-spawners are doing, where those transitioning fish are at, where you're getting a lot more bites, potentially yep. bigger bites, and, you know, I, I mean, I'll, I'll sustainable what, fish too. Florida's it is it is something that can be so unbelievably overwhelming. I mean, so first time I fished in Florida was with Caleb, whatever that was, two years ago now, three years ago. I don't even know what it had been. But basically I got down there and I was like, oh my gosh, I thought Michigan had a lot of grass. Exactly. Are you kidding me? Like there is, you just don't even know where to start. So it's like, you know, you that first trip down there, I learned so much about the different types of vegetation, the bottom content, mm-hmm. you know, all that sort of stuff that like by the second time when I went down, I was like, that looks right over there. That looks pretty. Oh, that doesn't yeah. look good right there. I don't like the look of that. So I mean, yeah, I, I think that should be a fun event for yeah. you guys. That should be uh, some good fish. I think we're Big just fish do as a team to have a couple solid teams finish there. We've been there a lot. I think all of us are pretty familiar with fishing grass and mm-hmm. different techniques, fishing grass, what to look for. So for sure. Well, I, I definitely wanted to touch on that since uh, you know you guys have been there. You're gonna have some extra time down there. And uh, it should be a great way to kick off the year. should be. Well, appreciate all the input on this and uh, all the time that you spent here on the podcast today. Best of luck next year. Good luck, man. You better – I I expect big things out of Baby Doc, all right? Make Papa Doc proud. Thanks, Roddy. That's That's, right. That's the goal. We we want to see a dub out of Doc (laughs) for sure. We need something. Yeah, follow – you guys can follow Caleb uh, Caleb – Caleb Dockenhouse fishing. fishing. Yeah, Caleb Dockenhouse fishing. Kind of long, but no, it's it's uh yeah he's on Instagram. He posts a lot of good stuff. Good, really good co- collegiate angler. He's helped us out a handful of times. Helped with us our... out with the A one guys and the high school kids here. And, yep. uh Knows his stuff. Knows what he's doing out there. Knows how to teach young kids and uh, has been a great example uh, of what you can do going from high school to college and hopefully into the pro circuits. Absolutely. So, All right, man. Well, good luck. Like